Digital. Student-centered. Creative. Innovation. Imagination. Initiative. Stories that matter. I'm Joan Sutherland, and this is Tales of Teaching Online, brought to you by Deakin Learning Futures. Hello and welcome to today's podcast on how you can use digital polling to build a sense of connection within your cohort. My name is Joan Sutherland and I'm talking to Dr. Prue Francis, who is a lecturer in science professional practice in the faculty of SEBI, about how she has built a sense of connection within her cohort, building engagement and uh, using digital polling as a source of reflection. Hi Prue, uh, can you tell me a bit about yourself and the unit that you are teaching? Yeah, hi Joan, thank you for having me. So my name's Prue and I am a lecturer in science professional practice. So that means that one of my main roles is to teach employability units, but for the purpose of this podcast, I'm also the course director of the Bachelor of Marine Science, which means within that I teach um, or unit chair of two marine units, which are two first year units. And the one I'm going to be chatting to you about was the one that I taught in trimester one of 2020, which was SLE 107 Marine Environments which is a new unit for our school and our faculty in 2020. It's part of the new marine science degree, which has just started this year. So this unit was designed to be the wow factor for the students uh, coming into this degree and really engage them right at the start. Okay, and so you chose to use digital polling within your unit. What were the key design considerations to facilitate um, connections that we've talked about in this unit? Yeah, so this particular unit obviously had a bit of a change of direction because of COVID-19. So the first two weeks were on campus and then obviously that switched to um, asynchronous learning after that. So my initial intention was to use the interactive polling to gauge their content learning at the end of each class in face-to-face mode. Um, I then quickly swapped out the classes to pre-recorded classes, which they could access on the unit site. And then instead, I offered uh, weekly chat to the unit chair Zoom sessions. And so I used the interactive poll tool to gauge uh, connection with the student uh, while we're in the online environment and also to see how they were going in that online environment. So what challenges, what benefits, how was the unit going for them? What could we do differently? What are we doing well? And using it as a way for me to reflect and change uh, ad hoc as we're progressing through the trimester instead of waiting at the end for an evaluate uh, feedback to come through and change it for the following year. So did you use that on a weekly basis? Is that? Yes, yes, I did. Yep. So if I did use it on a weekly basis, it had a bit of a change of feel, but the reflection feedback and how they were tracking sort of came every two to three weeks. Yeah. And did you find that was enough um, reflection throughout uh, that the students still engaged with it and that you're able to get enough um, rich feedback for how your unit was tracking? Yeah, definitely. The students um, that were attending these live sessions, I was getting a response from every student. Um, They were really keen to give feedback and also reassured me of what I was doing was worth the while because um, switching everything to online, it is beneficial, but it also takes a lot of time. So knowing that my time was spent in a positive manner for not just myself, but also for the student and the student learning. That's fabulous. So why did you use Mentimeter to help facilitate this sense of connection, source of engagement and a source of reflection? Yeah, so Mentimeter, I've always used interactive polling before and the platform I used in the past was Poll Everywhere and I attended a workshop at the start of trimester one with Mentimeter as a way to try and change my perception of it and I was pretty happy with Poll Everywhere until I had um, the benefits of Mentimeter shown to me and that was 
Um, in the end, Poll Everywhere had its limitations, whereas Mentimeter overcome those limitations. So I gave it a go and found that it did work very user-friendly in the online platform. And I'm sure um, with the face-to-face -face class, it'd be just the same. So it helped really to interact with the students instead of them just sitting there listening to you. Mm. It's a way for them to interact, not only in the chat function in Zoom, of course, they interact now, but also allowing them, they're going to be there with their phone no matter what. So why not use that phone to your advantage? And Mentimeter Interactive Tool is one way to to have it, the phone work for you and not against you. Um, and they, the students really like it. It's anonymous, so they're not tied to um, their questions. You can't sort of say, hey, you know, John, why did you say that about me? <laughs> um, it's all anonymous. So I think they quite like that as well. So it really helped that engagement reflection for myself and for the student. So you embed it throughout your session versus doing it at the beginning or the end, essentially. It's really either or, depending yep. on where my session and how the outline is. So if it's just yep. to get them to um, engage with me right at the start, break the ice, so to speak. Mm -hmm. So I'd usually do that at the start of trimester just so they can get to know me and I can get to know them. Um, but then throughout the trimester, it might come at the end. It might come halfway through because I just... Um, sometimes with Zoom meetings, they've just they've got their video turned off, so you can't sort of see read body language mm. if, if whether they're getting bored and over it. Yeah. Um, so quite often, if there's the chat goes a bit quiet, I might quickly jump to the Mentimeter to get them back engaged. So I just used it as a way. Um, it was always there, ready to go, yeah. and Im implemented it where I thought it needed to go. Uh, at, I guess as I went along. So that's really thinking on your feet of where to actually <laughs> add it in, <laughs> isn't definitely, it? Definitely. Oh, that's fabulous. So how did um, the implementation, so you said you've used interactive polling in the past, um, how did it impact the teaching and learning experience uh, in this situation, I suppose, transitioning with COVID-19, transitioning wholly online? So how did it impact it, both benefits and challenges? Yeah, I think so. The benefits, you know, this since this unit was designed to be the WOW unit for the students, so it was really um, important for me to make sure it remained a WOW unit for the students and making sure that the students that start, they've just started at uni, it's a first year um, unit. How can we make sure that each week they come to class being engaged, being excited to be there, being excited to go onto the unit site and seeing what will be there? And so Mentimeter was just an additional layer that allowed that WOW factor to be achieved. And in fact, I found um, my evaluates that have just come out, it was in fact a really enjoyable unit for a lot of the students. In fact, they said it was their most engaged or um, oh, wow. enjoyable unit. So uh, I think having these layers of interactivity is so important uh, for the student, but also for yourself just to build those relationships. It's really hard to do that over Zoom. Uh, and I find Mentimeter is one of those ways um, that can break the ice. And I'd usually start a question that was very random. You know, what are you binge watching on Netflix, for example, <laughs> because we're all at home and yep. in, in the lockdown stage, <laughs> I think there's a lot of binging happening. So it was nice to get, get some ideas of what everyone was watching. And, I was going to say um, some recommendations. Yeah, some recommendations <laughs> of when I had time to, to go and binge watch something. So I think that was the, really the benefit of it. And the challenges. Well, the challenge for me, but which has now been overcome, is that you couldn't embed Mentimeter within your PowerPoint presentation. Mm -hmm. But I did overcome that at the time by just hyperlinking the web page within my PowerPoint. So it worked yep. quite, quite smoothly. But I've just been told that that's now overcome. You can embed it into your PowerPoint. So mm -hmm. that was my only challenge. So moving forward, that's now been solved. And it's Mentimeter is a lot more user-friendly compared to Poll Everywhere. You don't have a limited amount of participants mm -hmm. like Poll Everywhere does. 
and it looks more professional because you can use the Deacon templates as your background and there's a lot more options in terms of what type of question you would like to get. You also get a downloadable result data um, link sent to you. So you can actually keep that as a way for you to use for your feedback moving forward with your unit design in the latter years. So with that downloadable feature, do you use that um, within the trimester or are you using it exactly what you just said for future iterations? Oh, both, definitely. Because yep. at the time when you're using Mentimeter and you get, you can see the questions, the feedback, the results and coming back on the screen in live time. But quite often, you know, my classes are 70, 80 odd students. So mm -hmm. you're not seeing them and, and digesting them <laughs> when, yeah. when you're giving these live classes. So it, it's a chance to those downloadable features you can go and look at when you've got the time after, straight after class or whether it's 24 hours later. So it's a way to reflect yourself on, you know, what did you do well? What, what can you do now in the future to change? Even if it is just for the next week um, mm -hmm. to change your way of how you're delivering things based on that feedback. So okay. um, I definitely used it then. And I also will use it um, for my Deacon Achieve and also uh, changing the way the unit will be moving forward as well. With evidence to support what you're actually saying. That's fabulous. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, and the other thing that you mentioned was um, that you embed layers of interactivity. So one of those is with interactive polling. Is there any other um, ways that you embed interactivity within your unit? That really changed quite quickly with the online learning mode. So mm. I learnt how to use um, tools such as H5P. There's another yep. polling um, interactive that David O'Brien's team created that I've embedded. So anything that can be something that's clickable, uh, if it's a video that's embedded, I also add another layer that had questions on top mm -hmm. of those videos. So they had couldn't move through the video unless they answered a question. <laughs> anything that could have an iframe attached to it that could then be embedded into my unit site, I used. So that was a clickable map that they might be using, um, a 360 underwater live camera, for example. But I also found that the live Zoom sessions, uh, since they weren't a traditional class delivery, that mm -hmm. enabled interactivity with the students there. And also I made sure I had guest speakers come and chat to the students during those times. So they got to network with marine professionals outside of their, their course and their cohort. Also the students, uh, after my sort of hinting that they've created their own Facebook discussion group, page so mm -hmm. staff aren't involved it's a student-led social media group where they chat about the content they connect so these students most of them haven't met before met. because they are first year students and we're really concerned was the first year students were engaged and so this Facebook group is where I guess they talk everything marine <laughs> I know that they're planning on you know going out snorkeling together when they can and so they are connecting that way so I guess that's another separate interactive layer that but it does require a student leader sort of to take control yeah. because obviously as a staff member we, we can't be involved but uh, so I'm that's really another layer of that. building connection as well isn't exactly 100 percent. yeah and has there been much traction on that side of things that you're aware of or? yeah so for this is just based on trimester two i know yeah. trimester one there was probably about 20 odd out of the yep. 30 students of marine science students cohort wow. and this trimester for the next marine unit we have about 70 odd students and I do believe at the moment the Facebook group has about 20 to 30 odd participants so Fabulous. far in that group. That's great. So with um, those layers of interactivity, your use of um, digital polling, different software that you've mentioned that you use, 
but the design around that interactivity, what are you and the teaching team going to do to iterate this in future to continue to build that sense of connection, engagement and reflection? Yeah, well, the great thing is that it's now there on the unit site. So all the hard work that was done in trimester one is just a platform to build upon and improve. Obviously, mm-hmm. it was all done ad hoc and on the go because it was a new unit. So content was being developed each week. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was under pressure to put these interactivities you know, at the last minute. So they're not perfect, but there's room to improve on these next year. And just from, I guess, in terms of Mentimeter, how I used it in trimester one is slightly looking different to how I now use it in trimester two. So I really wanted to use it as a content um, knowledge type tool to see Mm -hmm. how they're going at the end of a live class. And since we're delivering live classes this trimester, that is one way that um, I'd like to be able to use it for, but then also keep using it as a way to um, make that connection with the student and also that feedback for myself and to the students. So to use it in, in both ways, I guess. In different ways. Yeah. And your use of it is really evolving. Yes, exactly. So what can other teaching teams take away from your work um, if they're looking to do something similar to this in their unit in future? Yeah, I really think that, um, you know, if we are going to continue this online learning and even if we do go face to face, it is really that way to connect with the students and break down, um, I guess, that barrier of of not knowing who they are or how they Mm. learn best and getting some sort of value back from them and not waiting for an evaluate to come out. A Mentimeter is something that can give you that right there in class straight Mm -hmm. away and the students like it um, because that does have that anonymous factor to it. They always are on their phones. I don't know if if other academics can relate to this, but when I was delivering face-to-face classes, they either come to class with their laptop or they come to class with their iPad device, phone or whatever it might be. So instead of them scrolling through their social media, how about we work with that and get them on Mentimeter instead where they can be connecting with the content that's being delivered and with you uh, in the classroom straight away and and building that connection. So I think... um, if anything, if you want to improve your connectivity or interactivity, Mentimeter is, is a way of doing that. Well, that's fabulous. So it sounds like you've had a lot of benefits from the digital polling solution. Is there any other comments that you'd like to share with us in relation um, to your transition to online, I suppose? Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, I, I really like learning what's out there. So um, whether it be a new interactivity, interactive tool that is embedded into unit site or a new polling tool such as Mentimeter being used, um, I want to know about it. So I think it's, it's, it's asking, asking the question what's out there and, and improving the way that we teach. We need to move away from the traditional way of delivering a lecture. We've got different students now, different ways of how each student is learning. So this really captures a different learning style um, and also working with those mobile devices that are now coming in our classrooms, not only on campus, but also I'm sure they've got them next to them in their um, home environment as mm. well. So I think um, yeah, it's a great tool. I've got nothing nothing but benefits from it. <laughs> ah, that's good to hear. And just on that um in relation to what you're saying, um, finding out more about different software, I suppose. So the design is obviously critical, the design of task and the design of how your content looks and the layers that are actually in there. How do you keep abreast of all the different technologies that are available? So you mentioned asking, who do you ask and um, how do you keep abreast of other technologies? Yeah, well, I've been very lucky that before we switched to online mode that I already knew about the um, CB enhancement team or or curriculum pod team. I'm not sure if I've said the right word there. 
also, yeah, Robin Usel, David O'Brien's team um, have just been absolutely crucial. And Tara uh, Draper from Cloud Deacon uh, support that they've got a wealth of knowledge. This mm-hmm. is what they do for a living. Um, so it's a matter of either now going to their online workshops that mm-hmm. are now being advertised through our emails, which didn't exist before we went to online learning. So now we know about them and we know which workshops to attend. So I can't recommend enough going to those. You will learn mm-hmm. so much from them. Um, and even if you have a vision of what you'd like to achieve in your unit site or your class or online um, how you want to do a breakout room or team sort of exercise, reach out to them because they'll find the solution for you. They'll, they'll love it. They love the challenge of being able to overcome your problem. Uh, I've already seen that in action and I, it, it was been, it's been amazing. So that's great. You can contact them through your cloud site. There's staff CB hub. Um, there's contact information there for you. So your faculty support team has been integral in your transition to online, which is great to hear. 100%. Fabulous. Look, thank you for your time today, Prue. You've um, given us a wealth of information, in particular how to actually engage students when they're bringing their phones anyway, using different software and building those layers of interactivity. Uh, It's not just using one software and it's all about the design and how you actually build that into your unit and how you actually um, iterate it on a regular basis versus waiting for the next iteration of your unit, I think is really nice as well. So Thank you for your time and um, look forward to hearing more. Thanks, Joan. No worries. See you.